welcome to the Godsy Girl Podcast, inspiration and encouragement for all women inside and outside ministry. Hello, hello. I hope this podcast episode finds you doing well. It has been a little bit of a break for me, and I am really proud as to why. Um, didn't have a baby or anything like that. I'm, I'm almost 100, so that's not a possibility. But I did do some things that, I don't know where that came from. I did do some things that I needed to do, which um, included taking good care of me. Um, that's a theme in my life right now is trying to find a way to take care of myself. So I wanted to share with you kind of my journey um, through doing that in hopes of maybe encouraging you to muscle up your courage and muster and muscle up your courage to be able to take care of yourself. And um, sometimes that's hard because we know other people depend on us and they need things from us. And um, that sometimes is, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a tough position to be in. But here's the thing. Sometimes that's not our problem. I have mentioned in a blog once that I had a friend named Marky that um, we just lost contact, but I so liked her. Um, years ago, she had an outgoing message on her phone. So if you called her, she would answer, Hi, this is Marky. I'm sorry I cannot take your call right now, but please leave a message. If this is an emergency, please dial 911. <laughs> And I loved that message. It made me laugh every time I heard it. And I'm going to tell you that that's got to be the stance we have sometimes because people are going to always need you. Okay. As long as you're breathing, somebody's going to need something from you. It may be as simple as the electric company is going to need your check or your debit to pay the bill, but somebody's going to always need something from you. But you're going to have to figure out the balance between being selfish and yet self-serving in a positive way because I've said it a million times that um, Diana Ross changed my life years ago when she was on an Oprah show and she said um, hey if I can't take care of myself and fall apart I am it's gonna be impossible for me to take care of other people and those people that I love and that is so true when you're running on empty and you are just done it's impossible for you to take care of the people that you want to take care of. The people who their very being is in your, your purpose to take care of. Does that make sense? So I think it's so important. And so God is teaching me how to take care of me. And I it offends some people because I can't be everywhere I want to be. I can't be everywhere that I don't want to be. Because there were times where I went places I didn't want to be. I had no desire to be in those places, but I would go because it was expected or because I gave a quick, okay, I'll, I'll come or yeah, get, send me the information. And you know, a lot of times we do that. Things are so far in advance. It seems like, you know, mentally you're telling yourself, ah, I'll be rested by then and I'll feel like going, but nine times out of 10, it, you're not right. So you've committed to these things. And when the time comes, you're like, oh my gosh, I don't want to go. And sometimes you do need to go. I'm not being totally a jerk here, but sometimes you do need to go do things that you're supposed to do. But here's the thing. There's a balance, you know, balance. The word balance got a bad rap um, several years ago when people said you can't be balanced. You can't have it all. It doesn't exist. Bull. It does exist. But here's the thing. You cannot have it all. And you know the wise maxim. You can, ha you can have it all, but just not at the same time. So that's the lesson that I had to learn. 
In complete full disclosure, I haven't completely learned it. I am in the process of being and the process of becoming, right? So I'm working on it. <laughs> I'll tell you that. It's a process. So here's the thing. What, uh, let me give you a little context on this. Um, when you are... When you're taking care of yourself, like I said, you're going to let some people down and you're going to possibly offend people. And I just beg to say that that's okay. There are people that'll say, Terry, that's selfish, horrible, you know, Godsy girl, you're crazy. But no, no, I, I disagree. For, let me give you an example. Um, I was at church um, on New Year's Eve at my church, which I love. I'm serious. My church does not drain me. My church gives me permission to be me and to not be overwhelmed and to not do too much and to, they don't bother me. I mean, my church loves me. They love my family and I have nothing but friendship there, right? But I was at I was at my church on New Year's Eve, and I didn't hadn't been sleeping very well. I honestly think it's some of it is my age. Um, I'm going through a season of life <laughs> where um, yeah stuff's happening, and so I'm not sleeping really well. And so I hadn't gotten much sleep, and I was tired. I hadn't been eating very well. Um, yeah, a lot of stuff going on physically mostly. But sometimes those physical things affect us mentally. Um, as much as I cast the cares on the Lord, I still had them. And I was just at a place of not overwhelm, but a place of just discontent, uncomfort, discomfort, if you know what that means. And so I was okay, but just wasn't, didn't have a lot to give socially or mentally or spiritually or anything. So New Year's Eve, I went to church and it was all this cool stuff going on. Stuff that would have energized me any other time. I'm talking a bouncy house, game rooms, people, 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 and um, all kind of stuff. But I was just off. And again, I'm at a stage of life where a lot of times that stuff is due to my body changing and um, taking me to the to the long stretch. Okay, I'll say it, menopause. And so I'm para. And so a lot of this stuff is just physiological right now, honestly. And so I just was, the noise was irritating me and I was sleepy and my head hurt and all this stuff was going on. And so I went to different stations. I went to hug people and love people and get the hugs and the love that give me the strength to go on. And long story short, um, I'd say about an hour and a half in, I was just ready to go. I, I'm going to be honest. I was ready to go home. And I hadn't seen my husband um, yet. My, I'd seen, um, really, actually, I hadn't seen too many people in my family. But I was ready to go home. And the funny thing about it, is my niece was getting ready to go. And I said, are you leaving? And she said, yes, ma'am. And it was something about how she said, yes, ma'am, that just breathed freedom, okay? And I mean, I, I can't even describe it, but it was a liberty. And for a minute there, I thought, man, I wish I could go home <laughs> or, or go. And so long story short, I did. I literally did. I, I went home and I texted my husband to let him know I'm okay. I love you. I'm okay. But I need permission to just be alone and to be away. And it felt so selfish and it felt so wrong. But at the same time, it felt so right. And especially felt right because my husband gave me liberty. My husband said, oh, I understand. It's okay. You know, you know, go home, baby. You know, that's my husband. He's just a sweetie pie. And so I went home. I came home and I had some popcorn. And the house was so quiet and I was alone in it. <laughs> 
And it was just some peace about it. And so I was walking through the house like, what do I do now, Lord? And I was even talking to God and I said, God, I don't know what's going on with me right now. I'm just physically, I have no energy and spiritually I'm so dry and empty and I don't know what's going on. And I said, Holy Spirit, just help me. And, um, and again, I'm not in a place of crisis, but just in that, and I want you to tell me, do you know what I'm talking about? It's just a place where you're just plain vanilla, you know, you're going through motions of life. And so some people actually call that a wilderness period. And I, I really believe we do go through those intentionally. Um, but long story short, I came home and I started just kind of watching TV and I ended up falling asleep so incredibly early. My body must have needed it. And so I fell asleep and I, I woke up when my family came home after midnight, long after midnight and got my hugs, my kisses. And the best thing I got was liberty. Liberty to just be different, <laughs> to step out of the fray. And that same night, I went straight to the scripture before I fell asleep. And maybe that was why I could go to sleep, honestly. But I, I fell asleep, um, before I fell asleep, rather, I opened my Bible and I said, Holy Spirit, please give me a word. You know, I didn't even think about for the whole year of 2020. I just wanted a word to kind of helped me crawl through this season. And he, honestly, he took me right to the perfect place. And it was in Psalm 9. And again, nothing was wrong. Okay. I didn't know. I mean, it's just, I didn't want you to think that I'm in crisis or going through a major depression or anything. I'm not. And I wasn't. And if I was, it's okay. Because here's the thing, even if I was, it's all right, because I was doing things to take care of it. Okay. But, 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 if you're listening to this and you find yourself in that stuck place um, and of discontent and just weirdness, I want you to talk to somebody, okay? I don't want you to stay there, all right? I want you to, and if it's persistent, that means you just might need to talk to somebody because I've said it a million times that our bodies are chemical. God created us to be these chemical beings and one little thing can be off and it can affect something else, including our, our mood or our temperament, okay? It's, there's no shame in talking to a professional who understands how God created this mechanism that we carry around, okay? But I wasn't in that space, all right? And so I just, like I said, just in this weird place. So he gave me Psalm 9. And let me, let me read it to you, how he started. It says, I, I will give thanks to you, Lord, with my whole heart. I will tell of your wonderful deeds. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing the praises of your name most high. Oh my gosh, I get goosebumps hearing that. You know what the Holy Spirit was doing? He was teaching me to worship. And there is so much power and deliverance in our worship. Because do you see what those few sentences did? It took me off of my mind. And it reminded me of an awesome God and my duty, my responsibility to acknowledge and worship this wonderful God we serve, right? And so, and it goes on to talk about enemies and blah, blah, blah. And then step four, you have upheld my right and my cause, sitting enthroned as the righteous judge. You've rebuked the nations and destroyed the wicked. You've blotted out their name forever. What basically that is telling me is that God's going to take care of those things that concern me, whether they're people, whether they're physical enemies or spiritual enemies, he's going to take care of that. 
right? And then it goes on in step seven, or in verse seven, the Lord reigns forever. You see the, you see the worship? So the Holy Spirit was telling me, Terry, yes, you're in a rough place, but worship God because he's still mighty. The worship we render to God has nothing to do with what's going on in our life. Okay. God is still God. So I don't care if you're going through your deepest darkness, push yourself to worship. There's deliverance in it. There's warfare in it. There's battle in that worship. So don't cheat yourself. Okay. Don't cheat yourself in the worship. <laughs> All right. Worship is more than just an expression of gratitude. Worship is adoration. Worship is shifting that mind off of you and putting it on the only one that really matters and the only one that's your source to help. So I pray, number one, that you adapt the spirit of worship all the time, all the time. I want you to put on worship music almost like you would take a vitamin. Just play it. Even if you don't feel like you want to hear it, you may want to hear the temptations or something. Well, okay, you know I'm old, but you may want to hear something else. I want you to turn on some worship several times throughout your day to recalibrate your spirit. All right. So worship, worship, worship. Take care of yourself. Okay. Can't be everything to everybody. Impossible. All right. So I want you to worship and focus on healing yourself, nurturing yourself so that you can cry out to the Lord. Okay. And be able to give him the worship that he deserves. And at the same time, you can be a blessing to those who need you. All right. Thanks for listening. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I pray that um, you continue to walk in God's obedience, his favor, acknowledging him in everything that you do so that you don't ever feel alone in this journey because you're not. Okay. So by faith, tell yourself, I am not alone for the Lord is with me. And then ask him to give you a 2020 scripture too. Okay. So that you can have something to kind of guide you through this new year. And it isn't new. It may not be new when you hear this, but it's new, fairly new <laughs> as I record it. Don't forget to visit Godsy Girl. Google Godsy Girl Tees. All right. T-E-E-S. Or go to godsygirl.com and definitely, um, definitely um, check out my blog. All right. And marriedtothepastor.com. I love you for listening. I pray God blesses you. And until next time, bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Be sure to find me on YouTube at Godsy Girl Terry, as well as on Facebook at Godsy Girl Living Life His Way. And don't forget Instagram. There you can find me at Married to a Pastor Life. God bless you. Be sure to subscribe, hit the four stars below, and let me know how this is blessing you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.